The Adventures of Mr. Mocker by Thornton W. Burgess. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 14 Peter Rabbit Meets Unc Billy Possum. After Sticky Toes, the tree toad, had poured out his troubles, Peter went back to the old briar patch more puzzled than ever. If Sammy Jay was asleep in the faraway old pasture on the edge of the mountain, how could he be at the same time down in the green forest screaming? And if Sticky Toes, the tree toad, sat all night with his mouth shut tight, how could the voice of Sticky Toes be heard in an altogether different tree than the one Sticky Toes was spending the night in? Wasn't it enough to drive anyone crazy? The more Peter studied over it, the more puzzled he grew. The next night he started out for the green forest with a new plan in his head. He would hide down among the alders by the laughing brook. He would see for himself who was screaming with the voice of Sammy Jay and talking with the voice of Sticky Toes the Tree Toad. He just had to know. So across the green meadows and up the lone little path hurried Peter Rabbit so as to reach the laughing brook before jolly round red Mr. Sun had wholly turned out his light after going to bed behind the purple hills. He was hurrying so that he almost ran into Unc Billy Possum. You seem to be in a powerful hurry, Br'er Rabbit, said Unc Billy. I am, replied Peter. I must get down to the laughing brook before dark. "'Pears to me it must be mighty important to make you hurry this way,' said Unc Billy Possum. "'It is,' replied Peter Rabbit. "'It's to keep me from going crazy.' Unc Billy looked at Peter very hard for a few minutes, just as if he thought that Peter was crazy already. Then he put a hand behind one ear, just as if he was hard of hearing. "'I beg your pardon, Br'er Rabbit, but I don't seem to have it quite right in my head.' "'What you all am going down to the laughing brook for?' said Unc Billy in the politest way. Peter chuckled in spite of himself, as he once more replied, "'It's to keep me from going crazy.' Then Peter told Unc Billy all about Sammy Jay's troubles and all about the troubles of Sticky Toes the Tree Toad. It was the first Unc Billy Possum had heard about it, for Unc Billy had been away from the green forest and the green meadows for a visit and had just returned. He listened to all that Peter Rabbit had to say, and a funny, pleased sort of look came into his eyes. I reckon I will go along with y'all, said he. So Unc Billy Possum went with Peter Rabbit to the Laughing Brook where they hid underneath the alders. End of chapter 14 Chapter 15 Peter Rabbit and Unc Billy Possum Keep Watch Now, said Peter Rabbit as they settled themselves to watch, we will see for ourselves whether Sammy Jay and Sticky Toes have been telling the truth, or if they have been dreaming. If we hear Sammy Jay's voice down here in the elders tonight, we ought to be able to see who is using it. For pretty soon the moon will be up, and then we can see easily. Unc Billy Possum didn't say anything, not a word, but if Peter Rabbit had noticed Unc Billy's eyes, he would have seen a very knowing look there. The fact is, Unc Billy was thinking of the time when he thought he had heard the voice of an old friend of his from way down south, 
and he was beginning to suspect that he had been right, and that this old friend really was somewhere in the green forest. I reckon he surely is, and he's plumb full of his old tricks, just like he used to be, muttered Unc Billy. What is that? asked Peter, pricking up his ears. Nothing, nothing, Br'er Rabbit, nothing at all. I has a habit of talking foolishness to myself, replied Unc Billy. Peter looked at him sharply, but Unc Billy's shrewd little face looked so innocent that Peter was ashamed to doubt what Unc Billy said. I guess that we better not talk any more, for fear we might be hard and have our watch for nothing, said Peter. Unc Billy agreed, and side by side they sat as still as if they were made of wood or stone. The black shadows came early to the alders beside the Laughing Brook, and soon it was very dark, so dark that Peter and Unc Billy, whose eyes are meant for seeing in the dark as well as in the light, had hard work to make out much. It grew later and later, and still there was not a sound of the voice of either Sammy Jay or Sticky Toes the Tree Toad. Peter began to get hungry. The more he thought about it, the hungrier he grew. He was just about ready to give it up when the moonbeams began to creep in among the alder trees just as they had crept through the green forest the night that Sammy Jay kept awake all night. The moonbeams crept farther and farther into the thickest of alder trees and bushes where Peter Rabbit and Unc Billy Possum were hiding. Then it was that they heard the voice of Sticky Toes the Tree Toad. At any rate, Peter was sure that it was the voice of Sticky Toes, until a fierce, angry whisper came down to him from the branch of an alder tree just over his head. Peter looked up. There sat Sticky Toes himself, but his voice was coming from an alder on the other side of the Laughing Brook. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? There's my voice over there, and here I am here. What do you make of it? whispered Sticky Toes. Peter didn't know what to make of it. All he could do was to gaze at Sticky Toes, as if he thought Sticky Toes was a ghost. Just then the voice of Sammy Jay, or what sounded for all the world like Sammy Jay's voice, screamed, Thief! 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 from the very spot where they had just heard the voice of Sticky Toes. Peter turned to ask Unc Billy Possum what he thought. But Unc Billy wasn't there. End of chapter 15 Chapter 16 Unc Billy Possum Does a Little Surprise in Himself When Unc Billy Possum first heard what sounded like the voice of Sticky Toes the Tree Toad, he had thought, just as Peter Rabbit did, that Sticky Toes was over in an alder tree on the other side of the Laughing Brook. But when he heard a whisper right over their heads and looked up to see Sticky Toes himself, Unc Billy almost chuckled out loud. You can't fool Uncle Billy, so don't go for to try. I knows you, yes I knows you, I knows you, Mr. Sly. He said that to himself, and quite under his breath, for all the time that Peter Rabbit and Sticky Toes the Tree Toad were whispering together, Unc Billy Possum was stealing away under the alder bushes. Unc Billy is very soft-footed, oh, very soft-footed indeed, when he wants to be. You see, 
one must needs to be very soft-footed to steal eggs in farmer brown's hen-house so unc billy stole away without making a sound and when peter rabbit turned to speak to him there was no unc billy there peter rubbed his eyes and stared all around this way and that way but no sign of unc billy could he see this so surprised peter rabbit that he felt queer all over first there was the voice of sticky toes over on the other side of the laughing brook when all the time sticky toes wasn't there at all now here unc billy possum had disappeared just as if the earth had swallowed him up this isn't any place for me said peter rabbit and off he started for the green meadows as fast as he could go lipperty lipperty lip all this time unc billy possum had been crawling along without the tiniest sound when he came to the laughing brook he went up a way until he found a big tree with a branch stretching clear across of course unc billy could have swum across but he didn't feel like swimming that night so he climbed up the big tree ran out along the branch let himself down by the tail and then dropped he was across the laughing brook without even wetting his feet unc billy didn't waste any time just as soft-footed as before he crept along in the darkest shadows until he was right under the alder tree from which the complaining voice of sticky toes the tree toad seemed to come unc billy listened and the longer he listened the broader grew the smile on unc billy's shrewd face thief 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 it certainly sounded for all the world like sammy jay's voice and it was right over unc billy's head unc billy peered up through the alders the leaves were so thick that he could not see very well but what he did see was enough it was a long tail a tail of feathers hanging down it wasn't sammy jay's tail either don't you all think that you all have joked enough asked unc billy trying hard to keep from chuckling aloud a cry of thief stopped in the middle and two sharp eyes looked down in surprise at unc billy End of chapter sixteen chapter seventeen the meeting of two old friends Walk billy possum what are you all doing way up here cried the owner of the long tail and sharp eyes this is my home now i done moved up here replied unc billy pears to me that the question is what am y'all doing way off up here i thought i surely done hear your voice the other day and i most wore my poor feet out looking for you i thought i was mistaken but now i reckon that i was right after all my but i am right smart glad to see you thank you uncle billy replied the owner of the long tail and the sharp eyes i reckon you can't be any more glad to see me than i am to see you fact is i was getting right smart lonesome i done been lying low daytimes because you know i'm a stranger up here and i was afraid that strangers might not be welcome in the green forest and on the green meadows Pears like if all i hear em true that you haven't done much lying low nights i reckon you done make up for those lonesome feelings yes sir i reckon so my goodness man you done set everybody to running around like they was crazy exclaimed unc billy the owner of the long tail and sharp eyes threw back his head and laughed and his laugh was like the most beautiful music 
It made Unc Billy feel good just listening to it. Sammy Jay done moved away to the old pasture, since things were so unpleasant here, because everybody said he screamed all night, continued Unc Billy Possum. He sat up all of one night just to make sure that he didn't scream in his sleep, and he didn't make a sound the whole night long. The next morning, everybody said that he had been screaming just the same, and poor Sammy Jay just moved away. You ought to be ashamed to play such jokes. Unc Billy grinned as he said it. Thief! Thief! came in Sammy Jay's voice right out of the mouth of the owner of the long tail and sharp eyes. Then both little rascals laughed fit to kill themselves. You come on over to my house, said Unc Billy. My old woman sure will be right smart glad to see you. And she's gwine to be powerful surprised, deed she am. She done been laughing at me for a week, because I was sure I done hear you that day. So off the two started to see old Mrs. Possum, and for the rest of that night, Sticky Toes, the tree toad, listened in vain for the sound of his own voice when his lips were closed tight. End of chapter 17 Chapter 18 The Mischief Makers there was a dreadful time on the green meadows and in the green forest. Oh, dear, 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 it was really dreadful. First, Sammy Jay had been accused of screaming in the night and keeping honest little meadow and forest people awake when they wanted to sleep. And all the time Sammy Jay hadn't made a sound. Then Sticky Toes the Tree Toad had been accused of being noisy when all the time he was sitting with his mouth closed as tight as tight could be. All this was bad enough, but now things were so much worse that it was getting so that no one would have anything to do with anyone else. Those who had been the very best of friends would pass without speaking. You see, Everybody on the green meadows and in the green forest knows everybody else by their voice. So when Jimmy Skunk, happening along near the smiling pool, heard Mrs. Redwing's voice, he didn't waste any time trying to see Mrs. Redwing. Instead, he went straight over and told Johnny Chuck the unkind things that he had overheard Mrs. Redwing saying about Johnny. In the same way, Bobby Coon heard the voice of Blacky the Crow in Farmer Brown's cornfield, and when Bobby listened, he heard some things not at all nice about himself, and so it was all over the green meadows and through the green forest. It seemed as if almost everybody was heard talking about someone else and never saying nice things. The only one who still managed to keep on good terms with everybody was Unc Billy Possum. No one had ever heard him saying unkind things about others, and so because now there were so few others to talk to, everybody was glad to see Unc Billy coming, and he soon was the best liked of all the little meadow and forest people. He went about trying to smooth out the troubles, and to see him you never, never would have guessed that he had anything to do with making them. My, my, no, indeed. But every night, when the moon was up, Unc Billy would have a caller who would come and sit just outside the doorway of Unc Billy's house and scream, Thief! 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 Then, 
out would pop unc billy's sharp little face and then his fat little body would follow and he and his friend with the long tail and the sharp eyes for of course you would have guessed that is who it was would put their heads together and laugh and chuckle as if they were enjoying the best joke ever was then they would whisper and sometimes talk right out loud when they felt sure that no one was near to hear what were they talking about why about the trouble on the green meadows and in the green forest and what a joke it all was and what was the best way to keep it up you see the reason that no one heard unc billy saying mean things or heard any mean things said about unc billy was because it was unc billy himself and his friend with the long tail and the sharp eyes who were making all the trouble yes sir they were the mischief makers it was great fun to fool everybody so they never once stopped to think how very very uncomfortable it kept everybody feeling end of chapter eighteen chapter nineteen bobby coon makes a discovery bobby coon had overslept usually bobby is astir shortly after jolly round red mr sun has gone to bed behind the purple hills but bobby is very irregular in his habits he is very fond of traveling about in the night is bobby coon and when he does that he sleeps the greater part of the day but once in a while he takes a notion to travel about by daylight and when he does that why of course he has to sleep part of the night anyway bobby coon is a very lucky chap very lucky indeed for he can see in the dark and yet unlike hooty the owl he has no trouble in seeing in the broad daylight as well this night bobby coon had overslept because he had not gone to bed until the middle of the day he had been prowling about and getting into mischief all of the night before and had not started for home until jolly round mr sun was smiling down from right overhead by this time bobby coon had sticks in his eyes he was so sleepy that it seemed to him that he never never could get home he was stumbling along through the green forest when he came to a hollow log what do you think he did why he crawled in there and in two minutes was fast asleep just as comfortable as if he had been in his own hollow tree there bobby slept all the rest of the day and until long after mr sun had pulled on his rosy nightcap perhaps he would have slept there all night if he hadn't been waked up it was the cry of thief 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 that waked him it seemed to come from right over his head sammy jay ought to be ashamed of himself waking honest people like this muttered bobby coon as he yawned and stretched at first he couldn't think where he was then he remembered he was just getting ready to crawl out of the hollow log when he heard something which made him stop and try to sit up so suddenly that he bumped his head what he heard was the voice of unc billy possum and he knew by the sound that unc billy was sitting on the very log in which he himself was hiding 
This is the greatest joke that ever was, said Unc Billy. Pretty soon nobody on the Green Meadows or in the Green Forest will speak to anybody else except in me. You certainly have got all your old tricks with you. Yes, replied a voice which Bobby Coon had never heard before, but which he knew right away must belong to someone who had come from way down south where Unc Billy Possum and old Mr. Buzzard had come from. Yes, said the voice. I done got all my old tricks and some more. But it's easy, Uncle Billy. It's easy to fool your new friends, because I reckon they never have been fooled this way before. Don't you think it is most time to stop? I don't want to show myself in daylight. Besides, if I'm found out, nobody ain't going to want to have anything to do with me. Don't you worry. Nobody's going to find you out. We'll keep it up just a day or two longer. You certainly am powerful good at imitating other people's voices. I wonder that old Mr. Buzzard hasn't got his eye on you before now, said Unc Billy Possum. Bobby Coon had become wide awake as he listened. He tried hard to get a peep at the stranger with Unc Billy, but all he could see was a long tail of feathers. Bobby waited until Unc Billy and his friend had left. Then he crawled out of the hollow log, and he was chuckling to himself. I'll just have a little talk with old Mr. Buzzard, said Bobby to himself. End of chapter 19 Chapter 20 Bobby Coon and Old Mr. Buzzard Have a Talk Bobby Coon had spent the largest part of the forenoon sitting at the foot of the tall dead tree on which Old Mr. Buzzard likes to roost. All the time old Mr. Buzzard had been sailing round and round in circles way up in the blue, blue sky, sometimes so high that to Bobby he looked just like a tiny speck. Bobby had watched him until his own neck ached. Mr. Buzzard hardly ever moved his wings. He just sailed and sailed and sailed up and down and round and round, just as if it was no work at all but pure fun, as indeed it was. Bobby Coon had waited so long that it was almost more than he could do to be patient any longer. But if you really want a thing, it is worth waiting for. And so Bobby gave a great sigh and tried to make himself more comfortable. At last, Mr. Buzzard came sailing down straight for the tall dead tree. With two or three flaps of his great wings, he settled down on his favorite perch and looked down at Bobby Coon. Good morning, Brad Coon, said old Mr. Buzzard. Good morning, Mr. Buzzard. I hope you are feeling very well this morning, replied Bobby Coon as politely as he knew how. Fed a middlin' well, said old Mr. Buzzard, with a twinkle in his eyes. What can I do for y'all? If you please, Mr. Buzzard, you can tell me if there is anybody way down south where you come from who can make his voice sound just like the voices of other people. Is there? Bobby was using his very politest manner. <laughs> certainly, certainly, <laughs> chuckled old Mr. Buzzard. 
it's Mr. Mocker, the Mockingbird. Why, that bird just likes to go around making trouble. He just naturally likes to. He just goes around mocking everything and everybody he hears. Until sometimes it seems like you couldn't be sure of your own voice when you hear him. <laughs> Why do you ask, Raccoon? Because he is right here in the green forest now, replied Bobby Coon. What's that you am a saying, Raccoon? What's that? cried old Mr. Buzzard, growing very excited. Then Bobby Coon told old Mr. Buzzard all about the trouble on the green meadows and in the green forest, how Sammy Jay had moved away to the old pasture so that no one could say that he screamed in the night, and yet how his voice was still heard how sticky toes the tree toad was almost crazy because his neighbors said he was noisy when all the time he was sitting with his mouth tight closed and finally how all the little meadow and forest people refused to speak to one another because of the many unkind things which had been overheard and Bobby told what he had overheard the night before when Unc Billy Possum and a stranger had sat on the very log in which Bobby had been taking a nap. Old Mr. Buzzard chuckled. <laughs> you might have known Unc Billy was behind all that trouble, said he. Yes, sir, you might have known that old rascal was behind it. When Unc Billy Possum and Marker get their heads together, there surely is going to be something doing. End of chapter 20